Hey, welcome to the Healthy Postnatal Body Podcast with your postnatal expert, Peter Lapp. That would be me. Today we're talking, why is it so difficult to lose weight for some people? For almost all people, because let's be honest, losing weight is never easy. And I will give you the answer. What are you doing wrong? We're talking mainly intuitive eating and what it really means. Right, there we go. Welcome to the Healthy Postnatal Body Podcast. This is the the, the podcast for the 9th of December. Time flies just a couple of weeks to Christmas, right? And this would be amazing. It's so nice. It's dark outside. It's five o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm under a bit of pressure to get this one out because Jess already scheduled the the Facebook post and all that for six o'clock or something like that. So I need to crack on with my half hour, get it out. And hopefully that means that Buddy, who's here with me, We'll stay nice and quiet and I don't have to get interrupted by crazy puppies and crazy kittens. So what are we talking today? We're talking eating and exercise for weight loss. Now, obviously, we're not a weight loss uh, sort of thing. We don't do a lot of weight loss at HPMB, but it is an interesting subject and I do get asked a lot of questions about it. So here we go. Why is it so difficult for people to lose weight by doing what has worked for others? So, you know, everybody knows a friend that's on Weight Watchers that lost a ton of weight. So why didn't it work for you? Um, same intermittent fasting. Some people uh, switch to the 16-8 protocol or 5-2 or whatever you do. And, and they lose weight and other people do the same thing and they don't lose any weight. Right? And in my humble opinion, and I am correct, but it is still my humble opinion, it is because people tend to get... Um, get the basic thing wrong and that is the basic is not calories in versus calories out don't get me wrong i'm not saying that the law of thermodynamics doesn't apply you know if you over consume calories you will always gain weight however if you under consume calories you won't always lose it and that is mind-blowing to some people right the the fitness industry for a long time was very simple law of thermodynamics applies at all times and that is just not the way it works for a lot of people um and because they get the basics wrong now like i said i'm not saying that if you eat too many calories you won't get fat or you won't gain weight because you always will but a lot of people find that when they switch diets and when they cut out calories um they're not losing weight or at least not losing weight as rapidly as others have and they find it impossible um, to lose weight some other day in the way that other people did. And the solution to this is what I call intuitive eating. What others also call intuitive eating, but it, unfortunately people tend to get the intuitive bit wrong. <laughs> so, and it's the same for exercise. Um, right? It's Intuitive eating and exercising is not about, uh, is, is, is not massively complicated. But where people tend to go wrong is that they have lost the connection between what they think makes them feel better and what actually makes them feel better. 
So, the temptation, the way I've always been raised with, with diets and all that sort of stuff, is eat the salad instead of chips, right? Eat, um, I know, boil your potatoes and have one fewer rather than fry your potatoes and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, switch, go high protein, low carb. Um, you know, cut out the carbs pretty much. Go the whole Atkins route. And, you know, and that works for some people. So I'm not knocking any individual diet here. But for most people, it's either not sustainable or it just doesn't work. Because it ignores a lot of other factors, such as stress and sleep and all that sort of thing. And we know that for weight loss, sleep especially is essential, right? It's very, very difficult for people who are obese to lose weight if they don't sleep enough. Because your hormone levels are all messed up and your body only knows two states. Uh, it's the whole fight or flight response and all this sort of stuff. So you either relax or it's fight or flight. Um, there's not really anything else. And that means that during fight or flight, your body panics. And stress is, is physical for the body. And that means that it starts to hold on to fat. Kind of like what starvation mode used to be called. You know, the body just won't give up fat because it thinks, oh, Jesus, I need to panic about something. Um, so we know that sleep has to uh, has to come into it and all that sort of thing. You have to sleep well. You have to relax every now and again. Buddy, you don't just stop that. But he's just being a pain in the bum cleaning his boss. So that's a loud noise you hear in the background. Which hopefully I'll be able to edit out. Stop that. There you go. You should not thank you, sweetheart. So anyways. Before I was so rudely interrupted by my dog. <laughs> um, so let's talk a bit about intuitive eating. What is it really? Well, first of all, obviously, the, the, the term intuitive eating comes from the whole idea that you listen to what your body needs and that's what you give your body. Right? So the problem with that is that most people, most of us have no idea how to listen to our bodies anymore. Stuck behind a computer all day. Uh, we've so far we don't exercise enough right we don't really know what's good for us anymore because we don't feel that way and i've said this for a long time and I, I stick by this because my experience tells me so that a lot of my well i used to do a lot more weight loss than i do now um i train a lot more clients for weight loss than i do now i should say um obese people uh, especially uh, morbidly obese people don't really know how to feel good anymore. They might well think that uh, that they do, um, which is why you hear a lot of, of bigger uh, celebrities say that they feel fantastic in their body and everybody should accept it and all that sort of stuff. And I'm not judging people who are obese, not at all. I'm just saying that if you're looking to get the weight off, it's important to make you to realize what actually makes you feel good and what doesn't um and that means in the beginning right uh getting with intuitive eating you can't just guess your way at it and guess that an apple makes you feel better and a packet of crisps doesn't makes you feel worse of course i mean in those clear-cut cases yeah the apple will make you feel better than a packet of crisps does right but when it comes down to 
uh, a slightly bigger distinction so uh, between an apple and an orange right which out of apple and orange makes you feel better i know the answer for me but i don't know the answer for you and that's why i'm not a big fan of telling people that eat more fruit and you feel better because you have to be a bit more specific with it and as, as a pt or as a nutritionist or as a dietitian right eat more fruit and veg yeah but which kind of fruit and veg because some fruit and veg will have you feel horrible and those of you that listened to the podcast from a few weeks ago the one with laura about gestational diabetes um she as she pointed out some foods that you'd expect to react normally to she reacted very badly to with regards to blood sugar levels and all that sort of thing so i can have an apple and i feel phenomenal apples are my go-to i'm an apple kind of guy because i'm a simple sort of northern soul and you know give me an apple and my body goes yeah that's the sort of bland fruity shit that we need um whereas other people a mango is significantly better for them than an apple is whereas if i have a mango i i just get a massive sugar crash crash afterwards um so we have to in the beginning when we're doing any sort of diet when it comes to intuitive eating you have to write down what makes you feel better and just make a note of it right so that means keeping a food diary but a reliable one where you just write everything down that you've had and where you just say okay and then how you felt within an hour or two afterwards i know for instance if i have a small bowl of pasta uh, i'm fine uh, if I have it with, I don't know, a turkey mince or something like that. If I have a bowl of pasta with beef, then I'm sleepy very, very soon after. Uh, and if I have a second bowl, because I'm a very, very greedy boy, right? I'm pretty much asleep half an hour after. Uh, and that is my body telling me that the pasta with beef is not for me. At that stage and that means that in when it comes to intuitive eating that is not what should be on my uh on my to eat list if i'm trying to give my body what what it needs what it wants pasta with beef isn't in there uh for other people it's completely fine so again i'm not slagging spag ball well i am slagging spag ball because it's not a real dish but (laughs) You know, you can have pasta with 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 mints and and all that sort of stuff, and be completely fine with it. Like I said, if I have a small bowl of pasta with uh, with turkey mints or some something god awful like that, I'm completely fine. Or corn or whatever. I am also completely fine having burgers. So if I make myself a burger with the same mints, I am okay. If I have just one burger, and not a whole bunch of chips on the side. And I've spoken about this before as well, where I said that if you have the same ingredients with a different side, so uh, the same main ingredient with a different side ingredient has a different reaction to your body. And so uh, steak and chips and peas is different from the same steak, as in the steak itself gives you a different reaction with chips than it does with spinach or uh, in some cases with potatoes and it's important to remember that that 
when you're trying to eat for what your body wants and therefore put your body in a relaxed state and, and give it all the nutrients it needs and keep your body happy and therefore give it a chance to get rid of some of the excess weight that you maybe have. Knowing what put, makes your body happy, what puts your body in that relaxed state, so that non-stressed, I'm happy to let fat go sort of state, so to speak, um, is important. So if I then have on a piece of paper in front of me, I can have steak because I feel great after I have another steak. Right? All that iron in there, my body's very happy with that, especially if I have a bit of spinach on the side. Well, I can have a few potatoes, so I feel with that. But if I have the same steak with chips, I'm sleepy. Right? And like I said about the mince, I'm okay with beef mince. There's nothing whatsoever wrong with that. If I put it in a burger, it's lovely. If I put it with pasta, I'm struggling. Especially if I then eat too much of it. So for me... And, and by too much, I mean too much for me within one sitting. I don't mean too much as in calorie-wise. Um, and that is kind of what intuitive eating is much more about than what people think it is. So I now, for instance, I can have a banana more than I can have a kiwi. I feel better after having had one banana than I do after having had one kiwi. Because I make a note of that stuff and, and I find that this works for me. Whereas other people would just say, yeah, but I've had my piece of fruit. Right, I need to have my piece of fruit, and a lot of us, myself included, of course, uh, I pretend to be all woke and, and and in touch with my with my physical needs, but of course I'm not. Right? <laughs> I'm just as Western as everybody else. <clears throat> the temp, if I'm on the ball, and I only eat, or I mainly predominantly eat, what my body thanks me for. So what my body says, ah, oh, I feel so nice afterwards. But only eat that. And then I don't eat too much of it. Right? Then weight is is not an issue. Weight weight comes off automatically. If, however, I tell myself I will feel better after having had, I don't know, tortilla chips or something like that with my chili, then I'm just because it's so yummy. <laughs> right? Then then I'm I'm just looking for the short-term gratification there, as in, oh, this is so tasty. But within five minutes, I'll feel worse. Because what I'm eating is actually completely counterproductive to what I should be eating, uh, what, what, to what I'm trying to achieve, right? And that is for my body to feel good and for me to feel good within my body. So for a lot of people... And, and that is insane, right? Because if we look at this with regards to alcoholics and people who smoke and all that sort of stuff. Why would you do something that always makes you feel worse? And yet you keep doing it, right? You, 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 people think it's completely insane to do so. But if we do it all the time with food, um, and especially people who have always been trying to lose weight do it all the time with food. Um, so if you then break this down into, um, right, that's out of, you have to be out of your mind to do that. Something You have to be, in a way, nuts to say, I'm going to do something now that is going to make me feel significantly worse within an hour. And yet I'm going to do that now by phoning up Domino's and ordering a pizza. Uh, or uh, phoning a takeaway and getting, getting a, a Chinese from the takeaway rather than a Chinese from anywhere else, or 
making my own or anything like that. I know making my own is great and I love it and I think it's tasty and it makes me feel great. If I order it from a takeaway, I feel like crap within an hour and bloated and puffy and, and that's all that salt and MSG in there because they use too much. I'm not saying MSG is bad, I'm just saying they use too much for me. <clears throat> so why would I then order Chinese? Yeah, but I can't give you a short-term thinking. You have to be out of your mind. If you're really genuinely struggling to lose weight all the time and you're always trying to lose weight, then that is where you start. You start by doing the things that your body actively thanks you for, or at least so you don't feel worse afterwards. The temptation <clears throat> to fall into short-term thinking, as in thinking within the next for the next five minutes, this is going to be amazing. That childlike thinking, that child state of I want now and I don't want to give anything up for it. That's what I mean. That is that is completely counterproductive. Um, so intuitive eating is not about giving in to what you want there and then. Intuitive eating is realizing what your body will thank you for and what your body will be grateful for. And it's the same kind of like with exercise. Um, a lot of people who run or or indeed lift heavy things or whatever you do, they do it because that's the exercise they like. Right? I hate running with a passion. I'm Dutch and therefore I like cycling. Uh, but, you know, some people like running. So then you go for a run and running is kind of what you do. And in the short term, you may well... Um, you may well uh, get that endorphin release and all that sort of stuff and go, yeah, I enjoy my running, that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, my body's going, that, that runner's high, that sort of thing. Or if your knees always hurt after you're running, you shouldn't be running. It's that simple, or at least you should do something else to strengthen up those muscles around the knees. Right. So then you should do some resistance training. Oh, I just don't like resistance training. Yeah. So what? <laughs> that always makes me think, so what? If you want the pain to go away, and most people do, then they need to start doing some resistance training. Uh, intuitive living is, is, is really all about accepting the things that we kind of have to change a little bit about our own behaviors. Right. So it is listening to the body and then not ignoring it. So first of all, understanding what it's trying to tell you. So if I wake up stiff every morning, and quite often I do because I'm old, right? Hear the excuse there. I, I'm stiff because I'm old. Uh, not because I don't stretch. <laughs> right? Um, it's because I'm old. Yeah, that happens to older people. No, or I could stretch. And then all of a sudden my body goes, ah, oh, yeah, this is nice. I'm not stiff anymore. Right? So it's about being aware of what feeling better actually feels like. Being aware of of the things that are not making me feel any better. Um, and then actively avoiding the things that are not making me feel any better. But only doing the things, or predominantly doing the things that make me feel better. So if I have knee pain after running, go do some stretches and go do some strength training and all that sort of stuff. And just accept that that has to be done. Right? That is what intuitive eating and exercising is kind of all about. And I have yet to come across anyone who does that and does that regularly, where they listen to what their body needs. So the body 
craves spinach and craves red meat so it means you have you're likely to want some iron and all that sort of stuff if you give your body that at that stage it is likely to be happy it's likely to be content and it's likely you will be lighter because of it because then it becomes a case of the law of thermodynamics right you're putting the right things in for your particular body so this is not weight watcher specific there is no such thing as a one point food it's complete horse shit it is <laughs> right right because the foods react differently in different combinations and especially in different people it doesn't make any sense to say that you can have that everybody can have five potatoes for dinner or depending on what what fits within their calorie uh, counting thing or point counting whatever you want to do right if potatoes make you feel worse then you should not be having any potatoes it's not a low carb high carb thing that is a food specific thing for a person specific approach i've said before i used to do loads of food diet food uh things for people uh, menus and all that sort of stuff and i've stopped doing it completely just eat what you want to eat eat what your body tells you to eat so you keep a diary just any any piece of paper will do just so you write down that had i don't know feta cheese salad for lunch today two hours later i didn't feel right at all it was completely dehydrated it felt horrible too much salt in the feta cut out the feta because in your case and the response is that you need to drink loads of water you retain loads of water and again the weight doesn't your body says there's too much salt in this not for you for other people it's completely fine and these things change over time so it's it's still a case of staying on top of it uh, because that is obviously also very very important you want to make sure that you um that you keep chopping and changing whenever you need to right because that really is is essential we, we don't stay the same uh, especially during summer and winter time again the outside world has a completely different impact uh, has, a, has a massive impact on on the foods we like and the foods we eat in this in winter time when it's cold we might have all crave a stew uh, but that's usually not for the reasons that people think it is it's not because it's cold and it's comfort food and all that sort of stuff um <clears throat> anyways that is pretty much it isn't it where are we where are we timing wise jesus p 23 minutes doesn't time just fly when you waffle on about something um what else are we doing what else are we doing um hmm. it's curry competition curry competition time that was me banging into the door sorry <laughs> so i bumped into the door there right so all we have left to do is to announce the winner of the curry competition and that is a instagram user called elinfant elinfant elephant but you know with an in so i will be in touch with her we'll also post this on on, on the facebook and all that sort of stuff and, uh, or, or the instagram will be in touch and all that sort of thing Thanks very much. It's been a very successful competition that, that Curry won. I'm going to have an amazing reef competition for Christmas reef on Friday. That is the plan, at least, if I can, again, get the other side to do their thing, uh, which will be fun. I'll be in and we'll have another fun competition because that's what we do here at HPMB, right? You guys all enter the competitions and you win cool stuff. And I get loads of likes and all that on Facebook because apparently that's a thing that's important as well. Anyways, remember info at healthypostnatalbody.com. 
or Peter and Healthy Plus NATO Budget Company for any questions. The free month offer is always on. That's how we roll. No Christmas offers. Just three months free access. Here's a new bit of music playing us out. And I'll check in on you. Actually, it'll be a new episode on Sunday. Right? Take care. Bye now.